Listen, if you dare, to the Lovecraft Tapes. Welcome to the Lovecraft Tapes. I am Jeremy, your keeper of arcane lore, and we play Call of Cthulhu, a horror role-playing game based upon fictional works of H.P. Lovecraft. Your investigators of the unknown are the lovely and talented Brian as Special Agent Jack Whiteside. We gotta get off this island. I'm gonna load the shredder in first. The mysteriously erotic Gabe as Special Agent Roy Arroyo. Nobody ever calls me lovely. And the elusive and unknowable Matt as Detox. Well, if movies have taught me anything over the years, it's that there's something very scary hiding in here somewhere. Welcome, players. How is everybody doing today? We are great. We're great. All right, well, let's take a quick moment to check for any letters from beyond. Empty! Oh, send us letters. In the meantime, here's a reminder to please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com unless you're a spammer, in which case we'll sick our space vampires on you. It's true. Wait, you don't want to know about all the hot, sexy local singles in your area that want to get together for a night with you? Wait, I do. <laughs> well, you're on asiandate.com, so that shouldn't be a problem. That's true. Before we begin, we do need to take a quick commercial break. And now, a word from our sponsor. In this modern, fast-paced world, who has time to pour through newspaper personals to find their one true love? Not you, that's for sure. So why waste time stalking someone you like, observing them from afar, learning their every move, then using that hard-earned knowledge to kidnap them? Whisk them away to your secret lair you built in your mom's garage. Brainwash them and indoctrinate them to the ways of the old ones so they become suitable for marriage. When instead, you could just download a free phone app? Enter Cultist Seeking Cultist. The latest project from HW Cyber, the digital division of HW Industries. Our app is specifically tuned to locate the interdimensional radiation signatures of those who share your need for the occasional blood sacrifice. We've developed an in-depth profiling system to match you with the partners that we've selected for you. I mean those who love you the most. Don't worry about worshipping the wrong elder god or accidentally letting the amaranth offering candles when what you needed were the carnation offering candles and everything is thrown off and you've displeased the dark lords and now the world is coming to a slow and painful death at the hands of the merciless void odir. Here at HW Cyber, we aim to make dating and mating as quick and as painless as possible. Simply enter all pertinent information into the app including name, email, address, age, social security number, mother's maiden name, name of your first pet, blood type, favorite color, a history of usernames and passwords you've used on other internet sites, and the unutterable name of the monstrous deity you worship among the pantheon of the grotesqueries found within the pages of the Necronomicon. Once you're verified, usually for two six weeks, please ignore any unusual activity on your bank statement, You'll receive the profile of your perfect partner. Most definitely not a Russian bot housed on a Ukrainian server farm. And the two of you can chat for all eternity. Cultist. Seeking. Cultist. For the smart. Discerning. Lovesick. Cultist. In all of us. 
And we're back. And that's why I'm no longer allowed on FarmersOnly.com. There's always that cool skateboard app called Grinder. I thought that was for sandwiches. But you got a skateboard to get to them. It, it knows for sandwiches that skateboard. Well, some say that we are selling out by running these absolutely true actual commercials, but I say we're buying in. Buying into the concept of organ harvesting, buying into the concept of earwig farms, and most of all, buying into the philosophy that there is life beyond the stars where we can project our minds and leave our rotten, decaying corpses behind for the birds to pick at for the rest of eternity. Who's with me? I'll think about it. Is this like a timeshare thing? Am, is it, am I only going to have this for like part of the year? Or does it at least come with the continental breakfast? Now, dear investigators, we continue. Chapter 7, Bloodlines. Previously on the Lovecraft Tapes. Having made landfall on Bloodsworth Island just after dark, our investigators of the unknown are about to enter the Winoka Point Research Center when they hear the distant explosive demise of Captain Colonel Bacon aboard the USS Booberry. At least he went down with a ship? Shaken, they decide to press on and explore the unlit interior, which was clearly abandoned decades ago and in pretty bad shape. In fact, every single one of them manages to somehow stumble or get cut or otherwise injure themselves in the very first room. A quick exploration of the ground level reveals that biological experiments were being carried out here once upon a time, and if the rumor of urban spelunkers is true, the pack and equipment left behind makes it seem as though they never left. Following their keen nose, Detox discovers an elevator door propped open with a chair. It is currently Monday. October 1st, late evening, later than you think. Detox, you're leaning into the elevator shaft, shining your flashlight down to where the elevator car is parked, the beam of your torch piercing through the top of the thrown open hatch to illuminate the unmistakable white gleam of bone below. I'm going to need you to make a sanity check, please. Oh, I needed a 50 and I rolled a 97. That's a failure. You're going to take a sanity point, and I want you to just quickly describe your reaction to this uh, particular sight. As I'm looking down the elevator shaft, I can kind of see... And my first thought is, no, there's there's no way that's not a, a skeleton, you know? It's someone dropped something. It's, uh, it's a metal pole or something, or maybe it's a computer case. Or And then I'm going to take a second to look closer, and I'm going to be like, no, that's, that's definitely a skeleton. And I'm just going to back off from the elevator shaft, stand there for a second, and then turn and walk away from the elevator. As you... Begin to back away from the opening. I'm going to need you to make a dexterity check, please. I needed a 70 and I rolled a 48. That's a success, which means I am not going headfirst down an elevator shaft, bitch. As you back away from the uh, opening to the elevator shaft, your hand is shaking very badly and your palms are extremely sweaty and you nearly lose grip on the flashlight. And if you had, it would have tumbled all 60 feet down. Roy. You're leaning over Jack's shoulder, straining to hear anything from the stairwell that leads to the second floor, and are rewarded with a woman's piercing scream from somewhere above. Please roll sanity. Oh boy, I needed a 63, I got a 79, that's a fail. You hear a woman's scream coming from up the staircase? It sounds like Greta. And I'm going to need you to take a sanity point. And then uh, why don't you go ahead and describe to us what happens as you hear this horrific sound. As soon as I hear it, I'll run upstairs, screaming, Greta! Greta, what's wrong? So, Jack, you're leaning into the stairwell that leads to the second floor. 
shining your flashlight upward when you hear the unmistakable sound of helicopter blades whirring somewhere above the building. As your adrenaline rises, the sudden caw of a seagull echoes in the enclosed area, unnerving you slightly. And then Roy pushes past you and races up the stairs, calling his wife's name. Reach to grab his arm as quickly as I can. Roy! Roy! What are you doing? Go ahead and do opposing dex rolls, then. Dueling dex rolls. I needed a 60, I rolled a 65. I need a 50, I got an 81, that's a fail. Failure for everyone. Roy races past Jack, yelling Greta's name, and Jack reaches out, tries to grab Roy's arm. Roy manages to evade his grasp, but Jack falls forward slightly and accidentally snags Roy's pant leg, and they both go face down in the stairwell. I'm crawling up the stairs, pantsless. Roy, don't go up there. There's a helicopter. They're going to see you. No, there might be something wrong with dinner. Greta burnt the pot roast again. Roy, that was a seagull. Stop a second. Just think. What am I thinking about? Pot roast. So detox, you can see just the door to the stairwell slowly closing, and you can hear muffled voices from behind it. So now you are alone in that room. Take a second. Do I really just shake my head and I'm going to walk over to where I saw them last, which would be the staircase, and pull the door open? You open up the door and you can see Jack face down in the stairwell landing. Roy is about halfway up the stairs, sort of crawling. And Jack's trying to claw at Roy's foot and pant leg. Tickling him. Uh, guys, I know the FBI says you have to take time for personal developments of your partnerships, but I really don't think this is what they meant. What do you know? You don't know nothing. I do know that someone might have left the basement closet open a bit because there's a skeleton at the bottom of the elevator shaft. Seems like your problem, dude. The skeleton wars are starting. Pick a side. (laughs) Detox, you gotta help me. He's trying to get up there. Do you hear that helicopter? It's not a helicopter. It's a good question. Can I hear the helicopter now that I'm in the stairwell with them? Give me a listen. I'll give you a stop, look, and listen. And that works because I... Needed a 50 and I rolled a 29. That is a success. So you pause for a second and strain your ears. And indeed, you can hear uh, what sounds like a seagull cawing, flying away. And also a whirring sound of helicopter rotor blades. But it, those are also diminishing. And you can also hear hail. Satan. Oh. Yeah, no, there definitely was a helicopter up there. But it sounds like it's uh, leaving. And also there was a seagull too. And uh, Roy, you start to realize that perhaps it wasn't Greta's voice, but it still like echoes in your head slightly, but now you can tell that it is a seagull flying away. It was a seagull. <laughs> I'm married to a seagull! No pod roast! Coming to ABC this fall. <laughs> An FBI agent's married to a seagull. And it will not shut up while Sports Center is on. <laughs> What do you mean we're having old French fries and dumpster bread for dinner again? (laughs) You can't have your favorite meal every day or else it stops being special. So it looks like we have options to either go up these stairs or... Or we can go back. There is the, the door on the other side of the break room we never finished looking at. There might be something on that side of the building. Well, I say we clear this floor first. What do you think? Roy, you okay? Put your pants on. I'll be fine. I'll make you a pot roast when we get out of this. You better... We'll make a pot roast dinner for you and your paper shredder. Damn it, Detox. He had forgotten about that. I mean, it would just shred it up. It's meant for paper, you idiot. That's the American way, damn it. I'm going to pick myself up off the floor. I refuse to dust myself off. <laughs> I'm going to put my hand out to help Roy up. 
and I will uh, just flex, slap his hand away, and jump up myself, and then trip because uh, my pants are still down. <laughs> you do me a favor next time, can you wear some underwear? No. Underwear is a prison. Like, seriously, man, no one wants to see that old guy penis just waving out there. Okay, it's, it's nasty. I have 11 kids, so obviously someone wants to see it. Yeah, but the person, that, one person in the world that might want to see it is not here at the moment. All right, all right, let's get down to business. Let's get this taken care of. Uh, we have to defeat the Huns? Now I'm dusting myself off. All right, we want to circle back around and uh, see where the door on the other side of that small break room went. Yep, you lead. Okay, let's see. Roy, stay back. Watch this. Right, it's it's this way, and I'm going to start walking towards the double What's doors. What's over by that elevator door? <laughs> Good one, Jack. Why don't you look in there? All right, it's this way. Come on. And I'm just going to walk through the double doors. I just look back at Roy and be like, I tried. All right, so you walk through the uh, double doors to the north, which uh, you, you had not open before so it takes a little bit of effort to get these open uh that for some reason they were pretty rusty a little bit of detritus and the hinges that sort of thing so it takes uh, two of you actually to sort of push through but uh, you, you get it opened enough to squeeze through the opening back into the uh apartment's room you file into the reception and detach you're the first one in there right mm-hmm. why don't you give me a spot hidden the paper shredder is sentient Oh my god. It's learning! I'm spending one point of luck because I needed a 50 and I rolled a 51. Alright, go ahead and uh, what's that give you for luck left? 61. 61 luck left, alright. Which is still like three times the luck of these guys, so. You, You go through the door into reception and just for a moment you're like, what is, what is that smell? And you look around and it is the sea breeze coming in through the door. The front entrance door is open about five inches and sort of swaying back and forth slightly turn back hey uh did one of you guys close the front door when we came in or did we just leave that open maybe uh who who was in last i gotta go check on my paper shredder real fast and i'll run to go close the door i'm gonna cross over to the far door go up to the front door pull it towards me real slow and kind of just peer out, not stick my head out, but just look through the opening, whatever I can see, that's as much as I'm satisfied seeing. Go ahead and give me a spot hidden roll. I needed a 70, I got a 15, and it says hard. You peer through the door, and you can see quite clearly that uh, the weather has turned from that rainy drizzle to uh, much harder hail, and it is cold enough to be bouncing on the concrete pad outside. And you do see... A spotlight from a helicopter moving away from the island, and you can see the spotlight is being beamed all over the water surface. So clearly they were looking for someone or something. Probably does the explosion. But they are heading northeastward. Of course, you know that the motorboat that Dan had parked in the bay is uh, southeast. Okay, good. With any luck, the helicopter did not spot the motorboat. But did they motorboat? <laughs> I'm going to lean back a little bit and slowly shut the door as tight as I can get it to shut. I'm going to try to latch it. It latches very easily. Oh. And you recall that uh, when Roy inserted the key in the lock, it, it moved very oh, yeah. yep. easily and well-oiled. Like it was maintained. And the latch is the same. It latches very easily, very nicely. Okay. Look back at Detox. I'm not positive, but uh, somebody might have been, might have come in here. 
that helicopter might have dropped somebody off on the island. Well, assuming they were looking for the source of the explosion, that was uh, our unfortunate late friend Captain Colonel Bacon in the USS Booberry. Yeah, that definitely could be, but I, I, I don't think any of us would have left this door open when we got here. I think we would have, being experienced FBI agents, we would have closed the door securely behind us before proceeding into the building. I mean, we did kind of take the key from under the rock, so... Well, once we unlock the door, that usually means anybody who can grab a handle and turn it can open that door. Unless it's one of those locks that doesn't unlock. You have to turn the key to get it to move, and then... Uh, they might have just, like, stuck their head in and seen that there's nothing really here. They might have just, you know, just did a quick look-see and then left. Well, let's hope that's what it is, but keep an ear and an eye... I want to make sure that we're that we are in here with nobody else other than hopefully Danny. But maybe Dan left. Maybe that's why the door was open. You ever think that of that? Could be. I did think of that. Yeah, idiot. And I don't think of that. Get out of here, Roy. Go get your shredder. Roy's just over in the corner, hugging, holding onto the shredder in a full bear. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> you understand me, paper shredder. All right, detox. Let's uh, let's work our way over to that break room, and we'll uh, we'll cut through there. There was one more door that we need to check. Watch out for the slippery spots. That is disgusting, you pervert. Now let's go. So I'm going to slowly and carefully cross, dusting myself as we go, and then opening that door into the break room. Takes a step. Wait, wait. Takes a step. Just a little bit at a time. Well, it's uh, pretty much as you left it. Let's go up to the next door. But before we open, let's take a look at it. It's all the room. Let's go up to the next door. But let's take a look at it before we go through. It's all the room. <laughs> Let's go up to the next door. Let's take a look at it before we go through. We're going to be here for a while. Tune in next time for more of the door of the room. So you, you take a peek at the door, and it uh, looks like it had a sign on it at one point. A small little sign that was maybe about 12 inches by 8 inches. Uh, but it's long since fallen off. You can just see, like, the spot where it used to be. Can I look on the ground in front of the door to see if it just kind of fell off? You try to, but your neck won't bend down. <laughs> Oh, I needed a 50 and I rolled a 53. I will spend 50 luck. I know I only need to spend three, but I'll spend 50. I'm spending all 61 points of my luck. So you take a peek in the debris and everything that's on the ground, and you don't really see anything that would give you any indication that it was a sign. Well, whatever was there is gone now, so hopefully it wasn't something important like, you know, radioactive or, you know, secret, incredibly deadly biological weapon that if released will stop the zombie apocalypse, you know. Radio, goo-goo, any of that. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go in. You first. Walt Disney's frozen head. Okay, I'm going to open the door and scanning my flashlight back and forth as I'm stepping through just to make sure there's no sorts of hazards or anything that is going to cause any immediate problems upon my... I immediately shove Detox into the room. (laughs) Is it safe? So Detox very carefully opens the door. Before you can react, the door starts to pivot and then falls straight forward flat on the floor in a big cloud of dust. Still standing there holding the door handle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like that. It wasn't me, I swear. And you can see quite clearly it's a bathroom. So, anyone have to go? I mean, we're here. I just stand into the door frame and take my pants down and squat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean in the toilet. Oh, sorry. And, uh, Roy, you just happen to notice there's a, a newspaper next to one of the toilets. Ooh. Ooh. I see what you're saying. Paper Shredder Weekly. <laughs> I'll take out my phone and read the news. <laughs> 
Uh, unfortunately, no signal. Oh, well. I'll pick up the newspaper then, fine. Fucking newspapers. And you pick up the newspaper and uh, it crumbles in your hand. But right before it does, you can see that it clearly said 1985. You pointed out in this episode that luck should affect how we play and now you're like changing things. Okay, go ahead and roll luck. Joke's on you. I'm gonna roll luck. And when I fumble it, it's gonna be hilarious. Oh, 25, 9, hard. What happens to me? The newspaper crumbles in your hand and turns to ash, essentially, and just floats to the ground. But right beneath that one was a 1986 paper, and it's fully intact. I'll pick that up and read it. It's basically the sports section is right in the front. And uh, you feel like a strange urge in your deep in your bowels. <laughs> na, 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 na. And I will go to the bathroom. And read the sports. <laughs> Roll for bathroom. We're just going to watch you with the flashlights. Hey, guys. I love that we found this. Because you know who was NBA champ in 1986? That's right. It's my boys, the Boston Celtics. So I get to relive this series. We're going to sit here and I'm going to tell you all about it. Next group of urban explorers comes in 10 years later to find a skeleton sitting on the toilet with a... <laughs> Foam finger number one on it, holding the paper, says the Boston Celtics win. And I will uh, take a dump and read all about this thing that happened in my middle childhood, remembering it well. So Jack can detox. The only way to avoid the smell is to go back into reception. Mm-hmm. So this is the point where we take the paper shredder on the boat and we leave him here, right? Yeah, we take the paper shredder and leave you leave him here. While he's finishing up, uh, what did you find in the elevator? Is there a way we can uh, u- utilize that? Not with any power, and even if we could turn things on, I'm not sure you'd want to step into that elevator. Why, why do you say that? Probably because it's been sitting still without maintenance for many years and it's not very safe. I mean, the only thing I saw down there was a skeleton. I mean, we have rope. If we want to, we could try and maybe like tie it off to something and rappel down. I think we should. I think we should keep going. I think we should drop in that elevator shaft. We have actually we have two lengths of rope. We have the one we bought and the uh, the one we found in the uh, the Jansport backpack you're wearing right now. Yeah, actually, here I'm gonna turn around. Why don't you pull that out? Let's test it. Make sure it's it's decent. That flashlight was crap, and you know what I'm saying. So yeah, all right. I'm gonna unzip the backpack and pull out the rope, and I'm gonna hand uh, one end to Jack, and I'm just gonna grab the other and just start walking across reception. To we're gonna start swinging and be like. Insert jump rope rhyme here. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Yeah, this would be good. How far down do you think that uh, elevator was? I mean, not too far. You saw a skeleton, so. Probably somewhere around 60 feet. 60 feet? You have the best goddamn eyes in the business. Well, I did get a really nice spot hidden roll, so. So your eyes zoom in? Yeah. I have, like, digital optical focus built into my eyeballs. Once we get back over there, once Roy's done, we can uh, assess it again and maybe the keeper will tell us how far down that is. <laughs> and sure enough, you can hear Roy attempting to uh, do some flushing, but the handle's just <laughs> going, <laughs> there's no water. <laughs> and he has no toilet paper. Uh, there's toilet paper there. With that luck rule, I'm going to give him everything he needs. Aww. Roy helps out, and there's a man standing outside the door saying, asking him if he wants a nice warm towel. Any cologne, sir? Towelette. I'll walk out. All right, Jack, I know that you're from the bayou, so you like that unibrow, but you got to know what a real man is like Bill Walton. Without him, we wouldn't have won that year. You should read this. Here, have this. Read it. Educate yourself, and maybe we can have a conversation one day, and I'll hand him the newspaper. I'm going to take the newspaper. And burn it. I'm going to walk over to the shredder. (laughs) 
and jam it in even though it's not on <laughs> and try to shred it. Just pull it through. <laughs> and I'm going to reflexively go to pull out my gun on him, but it's not going to be there. But you have a flare gun. Hot, 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 hot. I'll point my flare gun at him and say, don't you dare. All right, all right. I was just kidding. Hold up the newspaper in self-defense. That way if he shoots, he burns his newspaper. So let me uh, let me fill you in. Uh, Detox checked out that elevator shaft. They said there's probably about 60 feet or so to the elevator. They did see a skeleton in the elevator. So I'm not sure what's down on these lower levels, but we can't go up. There's no up. It's all destroyed. I mean, if anybody has learned anything from Hollywood or a movie, it's that the secret government facilities keep all the good shit underground. This isn't a movie. You want to go up and see your wife, Roy? I do. She's an okay cook. Well, we could always save the elevator shaft for last. Clear the building first and then head down. Let's do that. I like that plan. All right, sounds good. So I'm going to go out the front door, down to that boat. and (laughs) Take the paper shredder and go. Ooh, take the paper shredder and run. All right, so back to the staircase. All right, Roy, keep your pants on this time. No, and I'll take my pants off. I do what I want. Starts helicoptering through the stairwell. (laughs) All right, I'm going to go through first and uh, slowly go up, shining up at the ceiling and the walls, make sure it's structurally sound. Jack leads the way up the stairs, sees a very similar room at the top through a window in the stairwell door. Across from the stairwell is obviously where the uh, elevator would be, but it is completely collapsed in that corner. And the stairwell does continue up to the third level, but you can quite clearly see that it is blocked. This room, as you peer through the window jack, it appears a lot of the ceiling is collapsed into and littering the floor. So it looks like this is probably going to be maybe even a bit harder to move around. And okay. It is quite clearly much more precarious than downstairs because it is, it's in much worse shape. And this is, again, just the lobby. You can see the, the floor used to be marble tile and is now buckled and littered with a lot of the ceiling structure. There's like maybe even a beam that's had collapsed from above. So you would have to go up underneath if you want to get over to the double doors. Again, this is a, like a 20 by 30 room. All right. Shoulder to shoulder, everybody. We're racing to the other doors. Three, two. One, go. Extremely careful. Watch your step. Let's work our way over to those double doors. So as I start working towards the double doors, I'll notice this door and signal to them that I'm going to go check that door instead. Uh, I'm going to keep walking towards the double doors. I will uh, do some, like, agile rolls to make sure that I stay out of sight. Combat roll. Nip and tuck. Let's start with Jack since you're in the lead, buddy. So you start making your way towards the double doors, then you see out of the corner of your eye that other door in the uh, west wall. So you indicate to the guys that you're going to uh, go that way, and you start moving. Go ahead and give me a dex roll, please. Yes! I needed a 60. I rolled a 22. That is also hard. Excelente. So you make your way over to the door, just a pretty standard metal door, nothing fancy about it at all. And it is slightly buckled, but you look like you probably could get through it if you put a little muscle into it. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a little muscle into it. I'll get out my knife. So you start working on that door. Meantime, Detox is moving over towards the double doors. Go ahead and give me a dex roll, Detox. Alrighty. All I needed a 17, I rolled a 25. That's a hard success. Alright, uh, so you walk over to the double doors. They appear to be in pretty bad shape. One of them is actually just hanging on by one hinge, and they're they're not quite latched together. They're just slightly askew. So you, probably with just like a little bit of a push, you could get through there. And... Flip my flashlight around to the butt end of it, slowly reach out, and poke the door open. So it creaks open very loudly. 
and, and and shifts on that one hinge for about two feet and then sort of sticks on the ground. So, Roy, you're uh, uh, making your way across being very uh, stealthy. Go ahead and give me a dex roll, please. Oh, I need a 50 out of 11. That's a hard success. I'm not going to die today. It is very unsteady in here, but you feel like that fall that you guys took down below is sort of prepped you for this so there's nothing unexpected uh you do get a better look at the uh elevator the elevator did come to this floor once upon a time but it's almost as if the northern section of wall on the inside of the elevator shaft shifted slightly and fell and basically blocked off the entire uh, upper portion you do see that the cable is going through that and is still attached so the elevator if power could be restored and you highly doubt that maybe it would go up but maybe also to jostle that piece of concrete and be even more precarious jackie so you muscle your way through that door with no no issues this appears to be like just a small little office there's a broken desk and a little coffee maker in one that's just completely rusted you can see it's got brown stains coming out of the top of it i'll pour a cup there are archways uh, leading into other areas in the west wall and in the south wall detox as you slip through that two-foot opening, you see a very familiar sight. This looks like almost a carbon copy of what's below. He said blow. <laughs> Do some blow. Uh, the layout is almost exactly the same as directly below. Doors where you would expect them to be, uh, one far to the north. And then all the smaller rooms, yeah. Of course the paper shredder is there. Uh, hey, God, I'm going to turn back. Uh, I got more of those uh, like apartment, hotel motel room things over here guys just uh it's uh, like the the ones we saw below i'm not there who said that but roy's right behind you essentially <laughs> hey. I, I found more of those apartments we saw downstairs look i'm pretty tired well i'm pretty sure uh, all of these rooms have uh beds in them if you want to go take a nap you, you know what would be fun um taking the paper shredder in the boat and leaving jack here on the island uh, that would be awesome can we do that Sure, let's go. <laughs> We're gonna know. We should take out our aggressions and destroy this room. Well, I mean, there are a lot of smaller rooms within the big room. Maybe you could, you know, break some walls down. Yeah, there you go. If you if you really want to, Roy, I don't think anyone's here gonna. I, I don't think anyone here is gonna stop you, considering there's nobody here. So don't tell Jack. He's lame. As long as you make sure you don't see anything interesting in the room beforehand. Fine, I'll check the room. You can go on. If you don't want to have fun, if you want to be a nerd and be a loser and not have fun with cool kids like me, you can go to other rooms. All right, I'm going to turn back around and heading towards the <laughs> the other door just to see if I can't figure out where Jack went. I'm going to first check the room to make sure that there isn't any useful crap, and then I'm going to destroy it because I'm not a narc. All right, uh, go ahead and give me a spot hidden, please. You are a narc, actually. <laughs> Yeah, I don't do my job, though. I got I needed a 70, I got a 43, that's a success. So you're just about ready to open up uh, the first room and uh, check into it. When out of the corner of your eye, you see in that far corner where you saw the other paper shredder, you see a very similar model, except this one is pink. His and hers paper shredders? Huh? Huh? <laughs> Maybe that's how it was screaming. One for the girls at home. I'll start p pushing it out the room. Jack, uh, you hear Detox calling you from behind? You from behind! My name's Jack, not you from behind. My name is Mud. Stick my head into that side room where he's at. Uh, I open the double doors over on the other side, and it's more of those little apartments like we saw on the first floor. Uh, anything exciting over here? Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's a maze? Uh, it looks like an office. 
they've got there's a couple archways at the far end of the room, but I'd, I want I'd like to look around and uh, before we check those out. Roy is off doing a bit of um, deconstructive therapy. All right, let's see what we can find in here. You can go look at the archways. I'm gonna search the room. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna peek through. Um, uh, take the one in the south. Yeehaw! Jack, go ahead and give me a spot hidden, please. I, oh yeah. I needed a 70. I got a 69. Woo, 69. So uh, you're searching around, and uh, indeed, this looks less and less like an actual office. Um, it looks like it was probably some sort of break room or some sort of maybe like a temporary office or maybe even like a uh, receptionist desk or something. The only thing that you can find that's even remotely interesting is an old TI-99. Nice. Those things are expensive, man. It looks like it's in pretty decent shape, actually. Um, maybe if uh, you got it home and were managed to find a power source, it might be useful. Down with big calculator. Detox, you peek through the uh, southern archway, and you can see that uh, there is quite clearly another uh, office. This one's a bit larger and much more formalized, so there are steel cabinets mounted to the walls. Uh, some of these are slightly uh, ransacked and uh, bent up and rusty. Um, there is a desk, which looks like it's been, again, ran, like half the drawers are pulled out. Everything looks in pretty bad shape, but for all intents and purposes, this was some sort of uh, big wigs office once upon a time. Uh, hey, Jack, I think I found uh, one of the uh, heads of this facility's office. It's uh, just one guy's room, but it's a lot of space. I'm going to go dig through his drawers and his desk and see if he left anything interesting. That's just inappropriate. Again, you're a pervert. So Detox moves into the office and uh, starts rummaging around the crap that's in here and then uh, jack you hear uh this scraping sound coming back from where the uh stairwell was i'm gonna peek my head back out and you see roy uh dragging a pink paper shredder into this main area roy what the hell are you doing i have at least one daughter she or more of them will love this there is no way in hell we're going to be able to get any of those back. They weigh too much. You know you're pushing it. I'm pretty sure boats are stronger than me. If we put them all in one spot, we can come back and get them. How's that? Can't we leave Detox? We'd have to leave all of us to get it in the boat and have it not sink. I trust the process. Come in here at least and help us search. We might have found a, a main office here. Fine. All right, D-Tax, go ahead and give me a spot hidden, please. I needed a 50 and I rolled a 5. That's an extreme success. So uh, you're rooting around in one of the desk drawers. Tucked underneath a desk blotter, you spot... Is it the key to the executive washroom? <laughs> <laughs> you spot... It's a bit faded, but it's almost exactly the same color, neon green piece of paper that you found in Dan's motorcycle. Nice find. That's something interesting that he kept lying around. I'm going to kind of hold my flashlight up to it and read it over once to see if there's anything else on there I can read from that one that I couldn't see on the one that Dan had. Sure. Uh, again, it is the exact same flyer for HW Industries Elixir of Life. And much worse wear, obviously, but uh, you peek around it and don't really see anything other than maybe like some random scribbles that don't make much sense. And that's when you hear uh, Jack and Roy in that room to the north slightly. I'm going to step out to see what they're arguing about this time. I think it's the Celtics. <laughs> I would fight him about the Celtics. The New Orleans Pelicans suck. I agree with that. Are we talking about cricket? No. Shut up. That's stupid. Speaking of cricket... You guys notice something strange that there's like 
no bugs, spiders, or anything here? I mean, I haven't ever noticed any bugs in any of the other scenarios, but okay. You're right. No, he's right. He's right. I mean, supposedly this is an abandoned building that hasn't been touched in a long time. Usually some of the first things to move back in are the small rodents and bugs. You think it'd be all over the place. Uh, Cobwebs, spiderwebs. Seagull is all I've ever heard. It was Roy's wife. Don't be mean. Or that, or that shredder. I'm not sure yet. The shredder's a rat, right? I just, I just thought it was strange. I figured I'd, I'd mention it. Let's check that other archway and see. Uh, did you find anything in there, Detox? Yeah. Uh, uh the guy had uh, this flyer somewhat hidden in his, in one of his desk drawers, and I'm gonna hand him the piece of paper. It's for um something from a company called HW Industries. And I think it says it's it's something called the Elixir of Life. I'll take it and grab it and eat it. Anybody want to try to stop him? No, because I'm just going to reach into my bag and grab the other copy I had from Dan's <laughs> and just hand it to him. <laughs> As I was saying, it was to the HW Industries Elixir of Life. Ha, idiots. Now I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Except this copy that I had was inside uh, Dan's storage unit. Gross. That can't be a coincidence. Ah, it is. Never mind. <laughs> I think Dan's dead and we should go home. Royo, Royo, how dare you? What? I don't know. All right, let's go. We can explain that it was just a misunderstanding and we got castawayed onto this island. We're going to have to find a volleyball we can paint and name Wilson. Well, that's pretty interesting news there, Detox. Let's check this other archway and, uh, and keep moving. He might still be here. We still have the basement to check out after this? Yeah, I'm uh, a little worried about those bones. Them bones. Them dry bones. Hey, where the hell did your accent go? Maybe the hip bone isn't connected to the knee bone. I knew it! You're faking it! (laughs) So I'm gonna move over from wherever the hell we're at. Wait, where's your accent? (laughs) Where's your accent? Wait, I knew it! You were faking it! So Jack peeks through the uh, archway in the west wall, and he sees a very large room. It's the executive washroom. (laughs) This is a very large room. It looks like it's probably about 40 by 40, and it's quite clearly some sort of seminar room. There are a bunch of chairs that have fallen in disrepair and are just basically littered all over the place. And there's a stage on the south wall that is looks very precarious. It has warped wood and there's a bit of a brackish liquid rolling down the, the uh, southern wall. On the north wall are a couple doorways. The doors are actually crumbled and fallen, so now it's just simply an archway. Uh, there is a door on the west wall and there is a archway on the east wall. I'm going to stop and look down at the ground and attempt to track to see if I can find any footprints or anything. Any signs of any disturbance in the room. Yeah, go ahead and uh, give me a track roll. That's fine. Uh, I needed a 50. I rolled a 21. So you bend down and sort of peer in the dust and debris. It's extremely hard, and I will say that your hard success is unsuccessful. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's how terrible this is up here. The area is. Uh, But I will give you this much. There's a huge footprint in the middle of the room. <laughs> exactly. Just one. It's just, the whole thing is just one big footprint. You can see now that you guys were pretty darn lucky to not have fallen through back into the first floor. That's how terrible the floor is up here. All right. And so far, you've just been extremely lucky, or maybe in the eastern portion of the building up here, of this floor, uh, it's been a little bit better. But here, clearly, there seems to be a lot more water damage. So just just be extra careful. Maybe don't uh, you know get up to too many shenanigans or push anything over. Anything that would cause undue activity or weight on the floor up here okay. might result in a collapse. Hey, Roy, this is a good spot to store that paper shredder. 
So I'm going <laughs> to shoot my flare gun at the ground. <laughs> hey, Roy, I'm challenging you to a jump rope contest in the middle of the room. I am the county champion six years running. You think you can beat me? So I'm going to let them relay that information to them, letting them know that it needs to. they need to be extra careful on here and uh, uh, maybe space ourselves apart more than we normally would so we're not putting all the weight in one spot. Put all the weight in one spot. Got it. I'm going to uh, go north along the east wall. Give me uh, about 30 to 40 seconds before you follow. Got it. I'm going to go up to that first uh, archway up there. I'm going to wait for him to go around that corner, and then I'm going to hug the the east wall, and I'm going to head all the way up north to those collapsed double doors. I will follow at a distance. So, Jack, uh, as you peer into this archway on your right-hand side in the east wall, uh, you see what is clearly another office. Uh, this one appears to be even a bit bigger than the office uh, to the south. The northern wall in this office is actually partially collapsed. This office was uh, somebody who was um, maybe a, a bit more important. You could just tell by the quality of the furniture that was here. Basically, just everything is jumbled. The drawers are pulled out, that sort of thing. But at least the desk is still standing. Um, I'm going to just do a sweep around with my flashlight. Go ahead and do a sweep with the spot hidden. I needed a 70. I rolled an 86. You kind of take a quick sweep of the room and don't really see anything of that that enticing anyways. As you sweep the room, you can hear Detox moving behind you up towards the fallen uh, double doors. Hey, be careful. I've got collapsed uh, third floor in this room. Okay, I'll be sure to keep my eyes open. Thanks. All right, uh, so Detox, you you peek through the fallen doors, the archway now. Just like below, there was a uh, a laboratory on the main floor. It's quite clearly the same thing, but this is in much worse shape. The uh, southeast portion of the room is completely collapsed. There is hail and rain coming through a uh, hole in the ceiling, and everything is wet in here. You can just hear it dripping through what remains of the third floor above. There is the doorway in the east wall that leads back to the apartments and then there is another archway uh, in the west wall uh i think i found another laboratory anything interesting i'm gonna just kind of do a flashlight sweep around the room to see if i can see anything worth risking my neck for go ahead and give me a roll i needed a 15 i rolled a 79 that's a failure there's nothing salvageable whatsoever um you can easily see that whatever terminals were here have been either crushed by fallen stone from above or disintegrated with passage of time and uh roy you're sort of coming up behind these guys yeah i'm trying to not break the floor because i don't want to get blamed for things floor breaker don't call me that. Yeah, floor breaker. It just happened the one time. Yeah, you know what? You know who'd say that? A floor breaker. Shut up, narc. Just for fun, Roy, why don't you give me a quick spot hidden? Oh, I needed a 70. I got an 81. That's a fail. We ain't seeing shit. I'm blind. <laughs> You're scanning the room for anything unusual that might uh, capture your attention. You hear like a, what sounds like a faraway squawking sound from above. And you look up just in time to get seagull poop in your eye. Greta, why? That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, what you get for missing church. I don't think this is safe, guys. I think we should get out of here. Maybe go check out that elevator. What do you guys think? I'll race you. This lab is trashed anyway. There's, there's nothing in here that's worth anything anyway. All right. If anybody did, came through here, I mean, it, it's just getting more and more dangerous. I don't think Danny would have come this way. Yeah. I think our best bet is to head down. Yeah, if he's searching for something... Uh, 
elixir of life or whatever, they wouldn't have kept it up here anyway. Okay, I'm gonna hug the that eastern wall and start heading back oh, towards the door. Eastern wall. <laughs> start heading back towards the door we came in from. The precious. You're my favorite. Right, yeah, so I'm going to do the same. You get out of this room. So very, very easily, you guys make your way back around. Uh, you already know the lay of the land, so you can quickly make your way back down the stairs, and uh, you find yourself back on level one. All right, I'm going to um, head over to the elevator shaft and uh, kind of judge the distance. From this level, uh, it is 65 feet. Wow. Uh, so and that's that's to the roof of the elevator. We want to rappel down. Uh, that would be the idea, but we need to find some sort of anchor so we don't lose our rope. I know the perfect anchor. Hey, Roy, you finally had a good idea. Let's get that paper shredder and bring it over to the elevator. That can be our counterweight to our rope. Okay, fine, but we better not break it. I think it might be beyond broken at this point. Shut Have up. you looked inside of it? There's like a whole nest of rat skeletons. You're a douche. Nobody likes you. I know, but I keep you clean. <laughs> Gonna push the uh, shredder over <laughs> in front of the, the elevator doors, tie one end of the rope around it securely, slowly tip it over onto its side. So it's pinching the rope as well, so it can't get through the doorway either if it gets pulled. Between you and Roy, you can easily uh, use that as a counterweight, and it's uh, large enough that it sort of sticks outside of the gap. So as you go down, it'll be it'll be relatively. Uh, stable if you feel pretty confident that uh, it'll work fine hey detox get that other rope out here we got to secure them together reach into the backpack and pull out the rope and hand it to him who's got the best tying rope skill what is that like a spot hidden roll uh roll for boy scouts oh hey that's no different. that's illegal that, that is different <laughs> uh, gross there are laws, sir. So you easily make a knot that uh, you learned back in uh, FBI training, no problem. You remember that crap, you freaking nerd? Every uh, eight feet, I'm going to tie the rope into a knot. It's going to shorten it by about 20 feet overall, but we're still, with the two ropes, we'll still have plenty. That'll give us a notch to help climb back up. Someone shine the light, I'm going in, and I just run and dive. <laughs> <laughs> Splat. I'll pull the rope back so it hurts when he lands. I'm going to just kind of stick my arm through the gap and hold the, the flashlight pointing straight down so you can see what he's doing. And I'm going to look up and have it right in my eyes and be like, <laughs> And then I'll jump and yell, catch me. <laughs> catch me, daddy. We're all dead. And then I take the paper shredder and leave. All mine, mine, all mine. Jack, you make your way down. Within just a few minutes, uh, you're e easily able to obtain the uh, roof of the elevator. I'm going to secure the rope, and then I'm going to shine my flashlight into the elevator. There is quite clearly the remains of a human with rotted, tattered clothing, bits of bone, and a hard hat with a flashlight attachment. And lying next to the body is a short-range walkie-talkie. Well, at least he was being safe when he died, and that's what matters. OSHA approves of this podcast. Hold the rope as they're coming down. All right, who goes next? Uh, you want to take a shot next, old man? Screw you, and then I'll, like, zip line down the rope. Hot, 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 Roy, you're a able to uh, very easily make your way down, and uh, you join Jack on the roof of the of the elevator. Wouldn't it be cool if this elevator just started up while we were standing here? Uh, and as soon as I see he's down safely, I'm going to tuck my flashlight into my bag and I'm going to head down the rope as well. It's not the only thing you tuck. 
All right, uh, Detex, you're you're able to make uh, make your way down and join them. So you're all three standing on the roof of this uh, elevator. So I'm going to push the excess rope in. All right, guys, I'm going in. Give me plenty of light. You got it. And I'm going to drop right into that motherfucker. He's going to elbow drop the skeleton. <laughs> John Cena! No. Somewhere in the distance, you hear that? John Cena comes rescuing the choppers. <laughs> All right, Jack, uh, you're able to make your way into the car. It's John Cena ex machina. (laughs) It obviously smells a little musty in here. It is that sort of sickly sweet stench that uh, you smelled above. I smell what The Rock is cooking. (laughs) And it's John Cena. When you can smell but you can't see, you know that The Rock and John Cena are working together. So I'm going to look closer around the elevator and see if the door is accessible to get out. Uh, It is closed currently. Gonna hit the door open button and wonder why nothing is happening. (laughs) Click, 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 click. I'm gonna use the crowbar that we had found and just pry it apart a few inches to see if I can get a view through it. All right, what is your strength? The 70. So you, you insert the crowbar and start to pull. It feels like it might go but then it snaps back. You're just not simply strong enough by yourself. Let me try, moron. My strength's 80. I'm going to drop down into the elevator. All right, you do. Very gracefully and nimbly. Superhero landing. I'll belly flop down into the elevator. Right on top of the skeleton. Now is not the time to be making out with dead people, Roy. We've got I things need to do. friends. All of mine die. Hey, Detox, check out that radio. Uh, Roy, will you help me pop this door open? Yes, but I can do it myself, moron. All right, I'm going to give him the crowbar and stand back. I'll spit on my hands and rub them together. So the same thing happens to you. You're strain and strain. You get it just slightly open more than he did, but then it snaps back. You rigged it, bro. You're trying to make me look bad in front of the new guy. I have a 50. Clearly, I'm the only one who can do that. You're trying to make me look bad in front of the skeleton. I know your game, Whiteside. Look, why don't you two just try and do this together? I'm I'm trying to work on a, on a walkie-talkie here. Let's go to Detox then. So you stoop down and uh, take a peek at the walkie-talkie. It's clearly a short-range uh, model. Okay, and I'm going to go ahead and guess that it's long dead and the batteries have been corroded out or whatever kind of power cell it has. Is- uh, you crack open the back of the walkie-talkie and it isn't that corroded. There's like a little bit of corrosion. But clearly the batteries are dead, but they just are not, like, super-duper leaky or anything. It actually uses the same batteries that your walkie-talkie does. Cool. I'm going to pop the old corroded batteries out of that one, snap the back on it, and I'm going to stick it in my bag. So you can jot down a short-range walkie-talkie if you want. All right, let's get this thing open. Jam the crowbar into the door wedge. Scoop my hands in a little bit and have Roy get on the curve of the crowbar. And three, two, one. Ooh. Sorry, I I had the goose you. I couldn't help it. All right, now for real this time. Three, two, one. Pull. The door easily slides open almost of its own accord. Uh, It's because I loosened it. What can I say? It's an elevated door, not a pickle jar. And it's a fully lit lab. And there's people working and they look at you like, what are you doing? Uh, I believe the question is, what are you doing? Nobody's used that elevator in years. Uh, The package (laughs) delivery for uh, Mr. Smith. I'm with the USPS and no rain, no hail, nor sleet, nor abandoned lab with a broken elevator can stop us from making our deliveries. I do what I want. All right, mission complete. Let's get out of here. Uh, Paper shredder's waiting upstairs. Take out the banner that I put in the backpack. Throw some confetti. 
All right, I'm going to examine before we step out the floor again, now that we're we're down on the underground to see if there's been any activity in this room, see how it looks, the room looks, and if it's decrepit or if there's... If gotcha. It's... So peering out through the elevator doors into this sort of lobby area again, which looks very similar to the ones that you've encountered in the floors above. This is in very good shape, but it's, you know, obviously very dusty and... Uh... Choo! And why don't you go ahead and give me a spy hidden, sir? Okay. I needed a 70. I got a 26. That's a hard success. Yeah. So you do see footprints in the dust, and they appear to be exiting the elevator. In order to follow those, you would need a track roll, of course. And here I thought Footprints in the Dust was the name of my new cover band. (laughs) (laughs) So while uh, Jack is taking a peek at these footprints, uh, Roy and uh, Detex, what are you doing? We're in an elevator. There isn't much else to do. Actually, while I'm thinking about it, I'm going to pop the batteries out of the nice walkie-talkies we have, pop them into the old one, and click it to see if it turns on. Well, how are we going to communicate with the boat? Immediately, it comes on. You can hear it just go... And I don't pick up any signals immediately. It's just... Well, it's short range, so there are no channels or anything. It's just uh, you depress the button, you speak, and then you release the button, and then whoever's on the other end speaks. So it's like a tin can with string. Yes, that's exactly it. Without string. When we were kids, that's what walkie-talkies were. Oh... So there's nobody, like, it's just static. There's nobody, like, broadcasting or... Nobody broadcasting, no. I used to have a Spider-Man walkie-talkie that I had with my cousin, and we didn't know we were out of range, so we always thought we were just ignoring each other. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's all you hear as soon as you turn it on. Detox is just... Over. Turn the volume down a bit to where I can still hear it, but it's not like super loud. And I'm gonna clip it onto the the shoulder strap of my bag. So now you guys have like a just a constant hiss coming from Detox. All right, I guess I'll check out the footprints with him. Once uh, Jack points them out, uh, you can clearly see the there are a bunch of footprints here too, but they all look like they're from the same shoe, like the same like one like as a one legged man. A footprint and a dot. Clearly, he had a peg leg. Following those footprints. Well, I'm going to need a track from somebody. I needed a 10. I got a 97. That's a fumble. I needed a 50. I got a 70. I needed a 10, and I rolled an 87, (laughs) so nobody can track anything. This is excellent. So Jack is pointing out to Roy where the footprints are, and Roy's like, where? I don't see anything, and he rubs them all out. (laughs) He sneezes, and the dust goes everywhere, and it just destroys the footprints. And and then he walks into the room, like, walking around. I don't see footprints, and he's basically just muddling everything. Nice. So the footprints are completely lost at this point. Okay, good. Good. Finally, a clue. Let's explore the rooms around us. Yeah, I'm going to go to the uh, double doors and uh, open them up. I'm going to hop out of the elevator and take a second to just kind of look around the room. I haven't seen around it yet. They've just kind of been hogging the door. I'll go through the archway to the northern area. Detox, you see the uh, area here is clearly a lobby, much like the previous two uh, floors that you saw. But again, it's well kept. There's no water damage on here. It's much drier. The only thing that you notice really that's any different is the persistent smell of cured leather. Sorry. It was quite strong (laughs) in the elevator itself, obviously. Roy, you peek through that northern archway and you see an extremely familiar sight. 
the reception's there. So uh, you see uh, essentially another set of apartments, little small rooms. Does this one have a green paper shredder? I'm going to spot hidden it. Oh, 70. Got a nine. Extreme. Fumble to extreme. Back to back rolls. I smell a paper shredder themed commercial coming to the Lovecraft <laughs> tape soon. So Jack, you open up the double doors in the west wall and you can see it opens into a very large room probably about 100 by 60 it runs east west there is a door in the west wall that actually looks kind of unusual it looks like it's a almost like a double set of doors but there you go through one then you have to go through another in short order oh decontamination and it looks like it has reinforced glass to the north there are three archways and there basically this is a large room with a bunch of shelving Uh, looks like it was used for some sort of storage the shelves were once upon a time white from where you're standing you can't quite make out what's on these shelving units okay but as you look around the room flashing your light you do hear something echoing a sound and it sounds like this Greta! At the same time, Roy, you spot... Greta! Naturally, you look in that far corner where you had spotted the paper shredders on the other levels, and you see instead what appears to be a safe. Safe! Sort of sitting in that corner far away, probably about 50, 60 feet away from you. Detox. So you turn back to the leather smell, and you're sort of looking at the corpse lying there, and... You're staring at it, staring at it. The smell is sort of getting stronger, if not in your nostrils, in your mind. And then a voice comes over the walkie-talkie and says, Can anybody hear me? Greta! Pick up the walkie-talkie. Greta! Damn, Daniel. Tune in next time for Chapter 7 Bloodlines. That was a longer investigatory... Not finding Jack. It was a journey of introspection. I think Danny is now Danielle and is on the radio. What? My theory is that Greta turned into a seagull. I'm wondering if there's other floors below us that maybe are still active. So I'm very curious to see what we're finding now that it's a little bit cleaner and, you know, there's no damage and stuff. And obviously there's probably rats or something alive down here, unlike upstairs. I mean, we found another flyer for the, the HW Industries Elixir of Life. Maybe whatever they were working on here was some sort of collaboration with HW Industries. That's why he had the piece of paper, because it was like a, hey, here's what we've been working on, boss, kind of thing, maybe. Or, hey, look what we found. We're going to go acquire this. And then the U.S. government acquired it for their own use, kind of thing. Or they were using HW Industries to push out something to the general public. Ooh, there you go. Maybe some type of control. We shouldn't be nosy. We should just be on no, our way. No, we should go. This is silly. We don't have a warrant. Guys, it's time now for some recommendos, so please roll D100. I had rolled a 99. No, I rolled a 99. You rolled a 60. I rolled a 82. All right, so we're going to go Matt, Gabe, Brian, and then me. Let's take it away, Matt. 
this week I'm diving back into the early access side of Steam and recommending a game called Trax, the train set game. So I'm pretty sure you guys might remember, a lot of you out there might remember being a kid and having those those uh, wooden train sets where it was the modular tracks that you could snap together and you could build your own railroads and, you know, pretend and stuff. Well, someone took that concept and basically turned it into a simulator. So now you can build your own super crazy or super, you know, intricate and detailed railway system out of a a digital version of those same wooden railways that you had when you were a kid. And not only are there, you know, you know, infinite amounts of track because it's digital, but you can you know, go into first person and drive the train yourself. You can set up, you know, buildings and people and a bunch of different kinds of cool scenery stuff and just kind of, you know, build to whatever kind of content you want to find in that. But the guy who's building it uh, has also said that there he's planning on eventually building in like challenges and scenarios. There's a little bit more of a game aspect to it in the end and it's very much a nostalgia trip to when you were a kid it's really well done for being in early access still and it's a a lot of fun if you're just looking for a kind of something out of the way and relaxing to just kind of to zen out with it's tracks the train set game and it is currently on steam in early access for 20 bucks cool we'll check that out and gabe how about you so if you like german people i've got the thing for you country's kind of rough but you get over it. Country music, that is. But it's way better when it's German people making country music covers of popular songs like Britney Spears' Donna Summer. So this band called The Boss Hoss, based out of Germany, is a big country band there, apparently. And they take popular songs and cover them in the most hilarious way, because they're generally, like pretty like feminine songs and they got these really low voice dudes singing about how they looking for some hot stuff tonight or how it's getting hot in here and they got to take their clothes off they take these songs and put them in country style apparently if you ever saw the kingsman 2 that movie their cover of word up was in the movie so if you if you found that entertaining you'll like this band I I remember my friends drug me to that, and when I heard that, my mouth dropped to the floor because I've been listening to this band for a few years, and I was, like, freaking out, and they're like, what? This movie's, like, fine. And I was like, bro, it's Boss Hoss, though. They might not be your thing, but check them out for a laugh. That's the Boss Hoss. All right, Bri, you're up next. I've gotten hooked on uh, Big Fat Quiz of the Year. It's a game show on, I think, BBC Four, and they just get celebrities, and they pair the celebrities up, and they work as a team, and there's three teams. And I'd say 90% of the time, they don't even try to answer the questions properly. It's all about joking, and there's no edit, so for some reason, BBC Four lets them say and do whatever they want. So there's cursing, they're getting up and attacking the audience, there are tons of famous actors american and british actors and irish and scottish and everything people have put playlists together of every single episode so all of their 27 episodes that are out you can watch back to back and each one's between an hour and 15 and an hour and a half long it's a full game show just extremely funny it's it's unscripted so it's it's like they encourage the craziness to happen there's no structure like we have on our game shows like okay now get back over to your podium and then we'll keep playing. Definitely check it out. It's called uh, Big Fat Quiz of the Year. 27 episodes on, on YouTube. But then they have a couple other shows that have spun off of that. So you're going to go down a real dark dark tunnel if you start going. 
my recommendo for tonight uh, is actually the recommendo I was going to do last time. I'm recommending 2018's Apostle on Netflix, directed by Gareth Evans of The Raid, uh, starring Dan Stevens from The Guest and Michael Sheen from Frost Nixon. It's a period piece about a black sheep of the family who also happens to be a junkie who is tasked with rescuing his kidnapped sister from a religious commune on an island who basically are just trying to get funds for their religious cult. So they are attempting to establish this brand new perfect community on this island away from the uh, religious persecution that was going on at the time in 1905. What they find, though, is that even though the island appears to be perfect, the crops are growing toxic. The animals that are being produced are mutating. It has really, like, weird ancient rites, Wicker Man vibe with a clash of religions. And it kind of boils down to a drama about the nature and dangers of false and blind faith. In this Trump era, it's uh, pretty uh, timely, I would say. It is ultra-violent, uh, has just some really gory set pieces and some badass fight sequences. Even some of the uh, knife play will make you squirm slightly. So, And it's kind of weird to see this in like the context of a turn-of-the-century 1905 scenario, but all of a sudden there's just like kung fu. Uh, and there's also like some Silent Hill vibes. Some of the uh, creature effects are very strange. It's it's actually a lot of fun, even though it's a little bit slow-paced. Once the action kicks in, it's, it's a lot of fun. So uh, Netflix is apostle check that out all right well that's going to do it for this episode of the lovecraft tapes thank you for listening please subscribe on apple Podcasts, google music podbean spotify stitcher or anywhere you download your regular podcasts if you like what you hear please leave us a review meanwhile you can find us at lovecrafttapes.com with links to all our recommendos and social media channels including facebook reddit youtube and our discord server where you can chat with us in real time you can find me on twitter at lovecraft tapes and if anybody wants to pick up uh, a brand new copy of my cover band's new album from uh, you know Footprints in the Dust, we we're, we're new but we're really good. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Real Weird Kid. And unless you find me at Lovecraft Gabe on Twitter, you may be sure to swipe left on my Tinder because I'm not interested. And if anybody can uh, give me a link to that new skateboard app grinder, I'd like to take a look at it. Until next time, roll for Paper Shredder. The Lovecraft Tapes podcast is copyright 2018. For more information and sponsorship opportunities, please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com. Support the Lovecraft Tapes podcast and get access to exclusive content and rewards at patreon.com slash lovecrafttapes. Give me a hand. Yeah. For once, you had a good idea by bringing that copy machine up in here. Let's get it over. Shredder. Lay it on its side. Tie the rope around it and lay it on its side. Shredder, not copier. Shredder, sorry. Hey, Roy, give me a hand. (laughs) Yeah. I'll, uh, I guess I'll check out the footprints. I mean, I don't see myself getting out of this elevator shaft without help, so. I mean, it's just an elevator. You can walk right out the door. Oh, I didn't know that the door opened. Yep, you guys got it open. I don't remember hearing. Oh, that's what we were trying. Yeah, okay. (laughs) The Alzheimer's has started. (laughs) Look.